Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me as always... It's Gator, along with... Along with Dave Rivera. He is the uh, Sales and Marketing Director for Martinez Cigars. How are you, Dave? I'm doing good, guys. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. It's a nice day in southern Illinois. Good weather. We're sitting out and having a cigar, so I've got my got my AR in my lap here in the backyard waiting for the zombies to come. <laughs> I mean... Hey, well. <laughs> I figure if he's playing with his gun, he's not playing with his other gun, if you know what I mean. This is my rifle. This is my gun. This is for shooting. This is for fun. Yeah, so. The naked gardener. So how you guys been? Good, good. How are you? Now you're, We're you're, doing good. You're in New York City. Martinez Cigars is out of New York City there. Somewhat the epicenter. And uh, so yes. I was going to ask you in a little bit, um, but but since we brought this up, uh, can you give us kind of a like on the ground report of how things are in New York City with everything right now? Um, you know everything's going as good as it can be. You know people are going by the guidelines of staying away and staying in. So being from such a large city, seeing the streets like completely empty, um, it's pretty impressive to see. But we're all hanging in there, staying positive, and just you know waiting for the green light to get back to normal or to some sense of normalcy. So. We're just, like everybody else, staying in and just making sure we're safe. Yeah, and that's one of the things that Nick and I were talking about before we uh, got on with you today, is when do we go back to normal? Is this a month? Is this August? Is this 18 months? You know, no one has any idea at this point. No, I agree. It's just not even, even when they do give you the green light, it's not going to be anywhere near normal, because we were talking about this yesterday, to where we're not sure what businesses are going to be back. Like restaurants and bars, they're not going to be open once they say go. Um, so we were looking at how we were going to fit into the reopening, and thank God we were looking at things, and we're going to be doing well. But for everybody else, I think it's just going to be a lot longer. and People aren't going to come out once they say come out just for that fear. But, you know, once we once it gets going and, and people get a little more comfortable, I think it'll be fine. Well, and I think that's one of the one of the things that we have to worry about is if they give the all clear, we all come out, and then it just reinvigorates itself and jumps back up on our face. Everyone's going to be scared to death to come out the second time. I'm really more yeah. worried about traffic, just everything, because I'll be honest, it's been really nice driving around lately because all the streets are empty. Well, yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like something about a it's zombie so land. <laughs> it's 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 surreal here. It's it's weird, but. It is nice to get on the train or walk down the street and not have 70 people next to you. Yeah. yeah. So it's good. Yeah. <laughs> well, fine. But we'll, 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 I'll, take those, I'll take those days back again, definitely. Yeah. I look forward to those days. Yeah, same here. Well, getting on with the show here. So we are smoking another selection from the April My Monthly Cigars box. Yes. Now, Dave, obviously, is going to be smoking, I assume, something for Martinez, if anything at all. Are you smoking right now? Yeah, I have uh, my Don Antonio Maduro, um, Don Antonio Escojito uh, Maduro that I'm okay. just pulled out of the box now, so it's um, it's ready to light up in a few minutes. Good stuff. Very cool. Well, we're going to be smoking the Nica Libre from Aganorsa. It is a six by sixty Titan with a Corojo wrapper and a binder and filler of Nicaraguan tobacco. So nice. now, yeah, Dave, nice. Dave, in your honor today, I went ahead and took mine out of the cellophane. He was he was polite. I was. Oh, thank uh, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. <laughs> you know, for some reason, I have a really hard time 
getting the cigars out of the cellophane. Is that is that just me, or is that a normal thing? You know, with cigar smokers. Um, it could be just you, but we're good. I think <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure it is just you. This, by the way, I want to point out this is why Nick normally doesn't let me sit in on the interviews. <laughs> Those type ah. of questions he, right here's there. Here's the thing. When Jeff's unwrapping a cigar, it's like a monkey humping a football. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... You stole that from me. I did. Son of a bitch. That's one of my favorite things to say. Having, uh, you know, the fingers all tied up, I guess, huh? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, it's time that we're going to go ahead and do the official cut, and the cut is brought to you by Riverman Cigar Company out of Crestwood, Missouri. I'm now, using my perfect cut from there. Dan over at Riverman, he's still doing uh, curbside pickup to go pickup, and he's doing uh, mail order. So make sure that if you're looking for good quality cigars, you uh, give Dan over at Riverman Cigar Company a call. And if you're in an area, and I want to emphasize this again, if you're in an area where either your brick and mortar has completely shut down and they're not doing anything, or you maybe live too far from a brick and mortar and you typically rely on the online guys and everything like that. The online guys are starting to get so backed up that they're saying that orders are going to ship late and, and it's going to take a while to process you and everything. Dan over at Riverman can get you taken care of right away, and you're supporting a brick-and-mortar shop. Yep. So give Dan uh, Ponder over at Riverman Cigar Company a shop. He's got something for every budget going from $3 to $100. And more than just supporting a shop, you're supporting a really great guy. Exactly. Just a so, rock-solid dude. So make sure you give Dan over at Riverman Cigar Company a call. And with that, we're going to go ahead and cut the cigar that sounded impressive that was a good cut right it was there. you want to use a straight cut or oh you're oh, no. using your i'm riverman using cigar my riverman company. perfect cut perfect cut there. that's right now this, oh, i heard that in the last show yeah yeah it's a it's a neat little cutter dan hooked me up with and it i, I tell you what cutters are kind of like my catcher in the rye because <laughs> every time i see one i need it and i can never find one when i have to have it now this nika libre is a box press it's kind of a Larger box press. You don't typically see a lot of six by sixties no, in box press. It's an impressive stick. But um ooh, it is a box what press. What smells good too, although it's hard it's hard with the wind here in southern Illinois. We're getting some pretty severe gusts of wind back here. So it's gonna make it a challenge to smoke today. But, Nick uh, Nick, by the way, Dave I want to point out, Nick left his uh butane lighter here the other day. Uh huh. I, I carry three lighters with me, Dave, because I know that I'm gonna need one. Jeff's going to have one, and he likes to dick with the wheel to make the flame, like, increase significantly <laughs> on it. So I keep another one just in case, like, you know, I want to be able blowtorch. I want to be able to light my cigar and spot weld at the same time. So you got that six feet of uh, flame coming out. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> Dude, have you not seen, We had a picture we put up one time of him lighting a cigar, and it really was, like, this just, like... Blow torch. It was a good flame. eight inches of flame. It was nuts. <laughs> it was insane, man. I'll have to text it to you. I'll find it and I'll text it to you. It was freaking insane. Okay. So, yeah, definitely, definitely so turn that over. What are you getting on the cold draw there, Nick? Hmm. Well, I'm getting something. Is that fruity? I think it's fruity. It's kind of trail mix, like nutty yes! and fruity. Yes. There you go. It's, it's a little, exactly little what nutty, it is. little fruity. I think now. we have a. We, I think you just converted somebody over there, Jeff. I think so. No, oh, I'm not. No, no, no. This is a cold draw, man. This is not but, the cold retro. But a, a couple oh, of casts oh. back, he did admit that he got something on the cold retro. And now he's going to make me do it again. 
Yes. Come on, let's see what you get. Ooh, it's pronounced. It's, it, no. I don't get you it. You don't get... You really don't pick that up in your sinuses. <laughs> no, dude. Come on. I don't, oh, no. you're, you're high. <laughs> no. I'm it, getting the cold draw, but I'm not getting a cold retro. It, it's got the uh, trail mix flavor, but on the retro... On the cold retro, it's almost like a Fig Newton. I almost don't want to start smoking it. I'm enjoying that. Oh, I am smoking it, and I'm lighting this thing now, so... Yeah, I already lit it. I lit mine already, guys. I couldn't wait. <laughs> oh, I get it. Box press. Now, Nick left so that lighter awkward. here. Nick left that lighter here, and I've drained it. Dude, that lighter was full when I <laughs> left it here. Oh, yeah. I was cooking salsa. I was having a good old time. He'll do that, Dave. If we go to, like, a Mexican restaurant, and yeah. we're sitting outside, and um, we're smoking while we're waiting for our food... So the waiter will bring the little dish of, you know, chips and salsa, right? This savage will take my butane later and just start boiling the salsa with it. And he's like, I'm, he's like, I'm fire roasting it. I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> so, so we're enjoying warm salsa. We're enjoying butane warm salsa. Got that right. <laughs> and what are the reviews on that? I mean, it's hot salsa. <laughs> <laughs> Not typically something that you want to be. Uh, no, not at all. Yeah, it's it's kind of the opposite of the way you want your salsa. <laughs> but, it, but it works. It does work. So we gotta tr- we have to try it. Yeah, it was, there you go. You can try it when you come out to St. Louis. We'll we'll get you some warm salsa and and uh, toasted ravioli and you know a pork cold steak. Retros. There you go, it's cold fun. retros. Yeah, a pork steak. That's kind of Midwest. Yeah. I'm not a big pork steak guy, oh, though. Oh, dude, I make a mean pork steak. You know that. Pork uh, steak. I've never had a pork steak. Mm-hmm. It's it's a regional thing. Look forward to trying what we got there. Look forward to getting out there. Some St. Louis pizza, too. You <laughs> you are just going to crap all over right. that. Oh, yeah. He's going to shit all over <laughs> St. Louis pizza. No, <laughs> oh, can't stop it. <laughs> I mean, you're coming from New York City, man. Yeah. <laughs> We put, yeah, that is a difference. We put plastic That's... cheese on a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> and and we like it. And we like it. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm excited for the cuisine. With, with uh, sweet sauce. Right plastic cheese with sweet sauce on a cracker. That's that's St. Louis style. <laughs> we're in. We're in. There hey, you we're going to try that. Oh, so what are you getting on the cigar there, Jeff? Oh, oh. Tobacco. <laughs> I did a retro hail, and that one that one made a yeah that made Corona. a dent. Yeah. Um, did you retro? There's some pepper on the retro. Oh yeah, there is. <laughs> Ooh, it's still burning. There's some pepper on the retro. Yeah, that is. Uh, yeah, that's a thing. Got a little. I think this may be. Is this the strongest cigar in the box this month? Um, I'm thinking check. it is. Yes, this is the strongest cigar in the box. This one goes from. Uh, medium to full strength. There's two mediums and then a mild in there. So, yep. And, of course, Jeff leaves the mild for the last cigar for the month that we're going to smoke. <laughs> Damn straight I did. So, Is this one on the uh, full body side? This uh, The one that we're doing, it's a medium to full, according to the okay. card in my monthly. And I, I would agree with that so far. It's, yep, I it's, would, too. It's got some heft to it. So Yeah, it's nice. a strong cigar. I can't put any I, – I, maybe it's just too windy out here, but I can't put any – I can't put my finger on what the flavor notes would be. Yeah. I'm not. Have you had any luck there? No, I'm having a little bit of difficulty with that due to the wind. So, 
I'm, uh, so, Jeff, how are you holding up with uh, the stronger cigars now? Are you getting more used to them, or is it something you're still not really crazy about? I'm getting... I can I can handle it, but mm. I really do like the, the Shane Grode Connecticut. I mean, it's just kind of my go-to cigar. Okay. Yeah, I just, you know, I just go to the Shade Grown Connecticut's. I just lean towards those. Now... I'll tell you what your your what forty five series is phenomenal, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, those were good you. sticks. I've been smoking those like crazy. Yeah, he hasn't shared any of those with me. <laughs> I know. I know. Sick Every twitch. time I see him, I see him post this a picture of the forty five, and like, does Jeff get any of these? No, no, just... no, no, he does no. not. No, he doesn't. Right. Gator we're is forty. Gator is forty five. Gator... <laughs> we're gonna get some forty five in Gator's hands. You know, but he's got to earn them. I gotta earn them. I think I have. <laughs> so, okay. So, Dave, we mentioned salsa earlier, and I want to circle back to uh, Nick and I. You know, we've been doing this weight loss challenge. Yes. And so today, Nick had what was what was that you had, Nick, for lunch? Chef salad. Yeah, he had oh. a chef salad from Top Shooters, our little bar that we like to go to. They're still doing takeout. Now, the funny thing about that is, I got to look at this chef salad. It was a good salad. The the lettuce was a garnish, my friend. Admittedly, when I get the salad there, <laughs> they put it in a very large mixing bowl. When you get it to go, it comes in just a typical styrofoam to go container. Yeah, okay. and it's it. I, I think little, so. I think it was referred to earlier as a uh, deli platter, essentially, with yeah, some lettuce cold, garnish. Cold, cold, cold cut salad, exactly. Well, dude, cold there, cut salad. There's ham and turkey and bacon on it, but that's a chef salad. Did you have the boiled nope. egg? It exactly. Come, it didn't come with an egg. How do you, what? How does a chef salad not have a boiled egg? I don't know, it didn't come with an egg. That's not a chef salad. I mean. Nah, it's a cold cut lettuce salad. I'm yep. not a big boiled egg fan, so quite frankly, it, it's kind of a well, I never eat them either because I'm allergic to eggs, but it still, <laughs> it needs to be there. It's kind of a thing. Oh, you're missing now, out. Now, you know what I had for lunch, Dave? I mean, uh, no. I, I, I was at the store the other day and I found a can of manwich sauce and I made manwiches. <laughs> Man-witch. <laughs> Is this the light version? Fucking sloppy Joe. Now, here's the funny thing. <laughs> I really did. But, but now here's the little healthy twist. I made it with. Oh, gra- it's healthy. Yeah. I, well, it has it has uh, high fructose corn syrup in it, so I'm not going to buy it again. And it doesn't taste the same as it did when I was a kid. Now. Part of the problem with that may you be got, the fact you got to sprinkle in a lot of ketchup. See, that's the whole thing with manwich is that you got to like cut it with some ketchup. Oh, the ketchup is bad. It's just nothing but. Sugar. I don't know about the ketchup. Yeah, nothing but sugar. Oh, dude. But I made it with ground chicken breast, kale, and mushrooms. That was my. What the hell have you done? You've ruined a sloppy Joe. <laughs> I really thought it would taste better than it did. Well, I think the kale, the kale brought you on the diet side. Exactly. I grow my own kale. kale I'm an organic is a gardener. Garnish. Oh, like the lettuce. Oh, dude. Kale is a garnish. Somebody somewhere that was really hungry ate their garnish, and someone was like, "Oh, it's delightful." And I they love said kale. It's kale. <laughs> I eat a lot of kale. Like I mix it up in smooth. Like I have collard greens. I have uh, red Russian kale. I have curly kale. You know what I Some hate? Some dino, the dinosaur kale. I hate when I get a salad, and the, All the salad kales. is the field greens. What's wrong with uh, that? Yeah. Oh god, I call it weed lettuce because it's all like it's got all the like you know spines. I need the crunch. Things. I, I need, hate I, it. I hate it. I need the crunch on my. Yes, lettuce. it's got yes. it's got crunch. clover and dandelions. And... I'm good with romaine. 
I'm good with iceberg. Iceberg, if it's maybe mixed with another kind of lettuce, because iceberg by itself is just like, hey, here's a bowl of water, you know. (laughs) But um, no nutritional value to speak of. Baby spinach. I'm okay with baby spinach. Mm -hmm. But field greens. Do you like beet greens? Field greens suck. You like beet greens? I don't know. I don't know if I've had those. Oh, they're good. Anyway, I'm gonna give you a beet green on the air one of these days. Oh Lord. Anyway. So yeah. So I, <laughs> I made, I made uh, ground chicken sandwich with kale and mushrooms, and it was just not what I thought it was gonna be. No. no. Yeah, it really sucked. Sounds pretty horrible. Yeah, yeah it was really bad. <laughs> yeah. So. And a the, lot of nothing going on the, there. The diet well, continues. And and okay, so in terms of the diet, real quick. So this is the first episode that we're recording. Post first weigh in. Yes, I was okay. six days in. Nick was seven days in. I was seven days in when I when I weighed, and so I started off at three sixty five as of Wednesday of this week. Do we need a drum roll here? Three fifty three. Nice, so nice. Twelve pound loss right there. Now, admittedly, for me, nice. the first week is always really good because there's a lot of water weight and kind of shit that comes off. So, like, I get really depressed at the second weigh-in because that's when it's, like, a pound or two, and you know? And well, it's like, I've already forgot what yeah. my loss was. I sent it to you, though. That's why I sent you a picture so you'd You remember. started at 303, <laughs> and you got down to 296. So I dropped seven pounds. Yes. That's great, guys. That's really, really now here, good. That's already 19 cigars to Cigars for Warriors. Damn, as that's long awesome. as we keep it off. Well, yeah. Yeah. We have well, to yeah. Mr. Manwich. <laughs> Yeah, the man which is going to make it a difficult fight, I can tell you that. It was, With it or was, without the kale. It was ground chicken. Ground chicken. <laughs> yeah, ground chicken breast. Um, um, yeah. But no, we did the percentages because Nick's like, oh, I'm kicking your ass. And I said, well, let's do percentage. And percentage-wise. We're, we're doing percentages, not gross tonnage. Yes, and percentage-wise, okay, okay. percentage-wise, I am currently beating Jeff by nearly a percentage point. See, he knew what was coming there, so he went ahead and said nearly because it's nine tenths of a point. It's nine tenths of a full point. He was rounding up yesterday, and I caught him. Hey, it's nine tenths. You can round up at (laughs) nine tenths. So yeah, so currently it's a it's a close fight. It is a close fight. It is, and we've decided what uh, our punishment's going to be. Well, we decided what 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 your punishment is, what my punishment is, but I haven't decided what I get if I win. Okay, so there is, and we had a listener reached out and actually gave us a suggestion, am I right? Someone gave us the suggestion. Yeah, we had a, I think Cigar Daryl gave us the idea of going over to Crown Candy, and basically the winner, whoever loses the most, gets a shake, and the loser has to sit there and watch him eat it. And we'll video it and put it on YouTube. But, but well, we, we, but, but we modified a, it. There's a modification that's taken place here. There is a custard place in O'Fallon, Illinois, and it's called Gators. And they actually advertise with Nick in his newspaper. It's true. And I want to go sit there with the Gator logo behind me and enjoy a nice, you know, dessert from Gators while Nick has while to sit I there all sit sad. There and watch it. But that's if Jeff wins. And that's not going to happen. That's if Jeff. Yeah, okay. And then what if uh, you win? I don't know yet. I haven't figured that out. And the reason is, it's very hard for me to find something that Jeff is going to dislike because he just has no shame. No, there is no shame here. So, Jeff, you're sitting in a really good situation. I mean, I, oh, yeah. I almost have Definitely. to find, like, some, like, toothless tranny hooker to, like, make him have sex with or something <laughs> in order for him to, like, be, that, that be took turned a turn. off. I mean, yeah, that took a turn. Maybe good in God. a... You backseat yeah. the car behind a Walmart in Florida <laughs> or something. On. Damn. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? This would oh. be interesting how you how you get this. 
Yeah. You got a Hummer from the tranny. <laughs> Craigslist uh, looking for toothless Exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Can't tell me they're not out there. But anyway. No, no, they're they're plentiful. Just go down around the bus station in St. Louis. Oh. oh my god. But yeah. So no, what what Nick's referring to is like he's the guy has seen me eat locust. I mean, you know, I'll 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 eat anything. I don't care. Yeah. It makes it really difficult for me to find something that he won't do. Hmm. So I remember one time. I think of a drink or something. He maybe like the whiskey, the, the three whiskeys, the four whiskeys. Yeah, but that's just him getting drunk and mm. and then he's got to uh, babysit. I would say then I got to almost babysit him, and it's just I don't want to do that. That might be, that might be even funnier. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't benefit me. <laughs> and, I think about and, it, and as good I a ba- that. as good a babysitter as he is, it wouldn't benefit me either. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't benefit me. He's just standing there staring at his phone, texting somebody while I'm walking into the Mississippi. So I want to get into a bit of cigar news here real quick. Okay, it's time for cigar news. And it's actually really kind of perfect that Dave is on the line for this. So in cigar news, Half Wheel is reporting that the price of cigars in New York State is likely to skyrocket, barring a last-minute change to uh, the state's recently passed budget. Essentially, your New York state government there, Dave, passed yes. a budget that includes a change to the state sales tax system on cigars. Right now, your your uh, tax rate is 28.5% of the wholesale price. And mm-hmm. under and under this new law, it's going to jack it up to 75% of the yes. uh, wholesale price. Wow. Yes. So that's just insane, man. Damn. That is I mean, a, it's a large number. Um, so, I believe New York... New York Tobacco Association is still working on it, so I'm not sure if it's finalized yet or not. Okay. So, so, so what? what I'm is, so, what does that mean? Because half wheel, <sighs> half wheel kind of has a little bit of math here. They're saying that a nine dollar and fifty cent cigar likely sells for about twelve dollars and twenty one cents in New York, but that under this new tax provision, that price would jump to sixteen dollars and sixty three cents. That's about right. That's, That's nuts. That is absolutely yeah. nuts, and uh, it's unfortunate because it's not for cigar- it's not for cigars. It's face for tobacco for cigarettes. And but you guys are just getting swept up into it. Well, we're getting swept up into it. So that's where uh, last time speaking with the New York Tobacco Cigar Association, um, they were saying that they were working on getting the cigars excluded from that tax. So we're still holding out on that. So hopefully, we'll get the news that we aren't included in that and and we'll continue where we're at. But, you know, we're just still waiting to hear. And I know the budget in New York has been, hasn't even passed yet because of everything going on. So there's still some time, hopefully, that they can do something about it. Well, we're hoping so. So any of our any of our New York-based listeners, reach out to your state reps and state senators yes. and tell them that this is just a horrible travesty and they need to, they need to cut that part out. So Even if you're not from New York, just call. <laughs> well, that's true, too. But, you know. Anyway. Yeah, now it's... It's it's a thing that you know we're sitting here waiting. It's like you have no control and you're just trying to figure out. All right, what's our game plan once it does pass? Because we're already in that mentality. It's going to pass, but if it if it doesn't, great. But we we get into that position. Like, all right, what's our next step? Then we just have to figure out something to, to get past this. So plan plan for the worst case scenario, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, speaking of uh, tobacco taxes, the the voters in Carbondale, Colorado apparently overwhelmingly approved a uh, proposal 
that would raise the tax on cigarettes and other tobacco products uh, with 70.8% uh, of voters supporting wow. the measure. Wow. So it is a tax increase of 40% on the uh, on the uh, tobacco products. So there's an entire town of uh, people about 170 miles west of Denver that decided that they were going to go ahead and approve a 40% tobacco tax. Oh, but they love their pot out there. Yeah, smoke that away. Just go nuts, guys. Exactly. It's unbelievable. I know. Just, I don't. I don't well, know. Well, the thing we're... is, we just got to find one place that just takes the initiative that makes cigars separate from everything, and I think everybody else will follow. It's just needing that first place. Yeah. I mean, it's greed. It's it's government greed. They just want as much money as they can get out of us. That's the whole thing. Let me go off here for a second. If if cigarettes are that bad for us, then make them illegal. But they're not going to do that because they make so goddamn much money on them. Yeah. Thank, thanks, Pat. We're in the club. Aren't well, we? yeah, we're in the we're seven in the club. <laughs> we're in the seven hundred club now. I gave a little news. Jeff gives his insight. <laughs> oh. oh my god! But uh, I used to watch the seven. I, I okay. I voted in a primary for Pat Robertson. I admit that. Oh my god! Yep, that was <laughs> God. What was that? Would that have been eighty-eight? I don't know. You're showing your I age there, he, old man. Yeah, I am 50. He <laughs> ran against George W. Bush, and I I actually voted for him in a primary. Oh, I admit that. That's funny. Yep. Well, the last thing I want to announce in cigar news is the reason that Dave's on the or show. George H.W., pardon me. Let me clarify that. Oh, okay. Thank you for that. So <laughs> just, he, just, he just tramples all over me, I man. I do. So, that's what I do. Anyway, so the reason Dave is on the show. Oh, guys. Because I think we, that warrants cigar news. Do we have news? We are making oh, cigar news, news right so, now. So Dave and I tried to announce this on a live stream about a week and a half ago on Instagram, oh, but he no. and I had probably the worst time ever trying to get that to work, and we spent very nearly two hours before we finally gave up, well, and the problem I just is went live with him on speakerphone. It was easily. The, the problem is Nick had his TSR-80 plugged into a potato, and was trying to <laughs> trying to broadcast with it. Actually, apparently Instagram was having problems that night, and we didn't realize that. Oh, and so it actually so wasn't you guys. It really wasn't okay. us. You are going to lose that ash all over yourself, dude. Oh, you, you have little faith. His ash is at probably about a 60-degree angle <laughs> right now. I don't even know how it's still hanging I on. I don't either, but it's great. <laughs> Now he's just spun the cigar, so now it's just jamming upward into the sky. My cigar dresses to the right. <laughs> I'm pointing a direction. Uh-huh. Well, anyway, so so the reason that I wanted to make sure we had Dave on the show is I think it's a good time to go ahead and announce the collaboration yes. between the Cigar Pulpit and Martinez Cigars. Yes. You guys are phenomenal for this. I'm so excited. I... Uh, I'll let Dave say it, but I want to so bad. Go ahead, Dave. Yeah, we're going to be launching the uh, Cigar Pulpit Cigar. That's going to be called the Bishop and the Gator Cigar Series. So wow. we'll be making them here at Martinez. And uh, I'll be sharing it with all your listeners and everyone that wants to try it. It's going to be a great smoke. Um, each cigar is going to represent what you guys like. So uh, we're excited to do it. And uh, once we get back to work, we're going to start blending the cigars together, getting them out to you guys, and then letting us know what you think. And then 
offer to to all your uh, fans. No, I'm I'm super jazzed about oh, this. Oh, you can't believe how excited we are. We've been talking for a little bit with you guys about this, and yeah. I know that the corona has kind of slowed some some of the progress down, both on that and then. You know, you've come on the show before and talked about your uh, brick and mortar series, and I know that's kind of exactly. also slowed down because of Corona and everything. But, but no, I mean this is great because because uh, my cigar, which will be called the Bishop, that one is going to be kind of more of a uh, meaty, kind of heavy, you know, kind of smoke, right? Yeah. And then Jeff's is going to be uh, kind of more of the Connecticut kind of lighter, mild kind of thing. Yep. The, yeah, the we're going to use that, the cigar uh, I like. Yeah, your cigar is going to be more. Um, you want to stick with that Connecticut shade that you were talking about. So we'll yeah. put that Ecuadorian Connecticut shade on there for you. Um, and then with Nick, with, we're going to go with something probably on the, on the darker side with the wrapper. Uh, maybe the San Andreas or possibly the Brazilian <laughs> Maduro wrapper on there for you. Corona. And then uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Just is going to be a nice mild smoke with a lot of flavor, and, and Nick's sure is going to have a little little punch to it with now, the flavor right behind it. Now, are we envisioning like selling a two pack? Or a box, and then uh, I, what is our plan here? Um, initially, we probably would start off with like a five pack, probably, or a ten pack with five and five of each. Okay, for you guys, I like and it. Then, uh, and then go from there. We can do boxes, and we can actually once we get it started, we could probably start working on a box for you guys, and and seeing where that comes out, and then eventually oh. have a whole series of you guys ready to go. Dave, Dave, when you said that we could get a box. Nick's eyes lit up. He's like a kid on Christmas morning right now. I'm going to be 100 percent honest here, guys. I think it moved a little. It moved a little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <let's... laughs> now, now, my only preference is I'd like I'd like the box to you know smell of rich mahogany. So that's my only you know my only request. Mahogany. Mahogany. <laughs> He's quoting Anchorman again. <laughs> I have many leather-bound books. My house See? smells of rich mahogany. <laughs> anyway, no, this is really exciting because because this oh, is this you is know, huge. This is this is game changer. The, the official cigar no, of the cigar pulpit, yeah. and so obviously we want all the listeners. Once this is announced, try our cigar. Yeah, no, definitely. We're we're really excited to be doing this. Um, we've been wanting to do things like this. This is what our company is mostly about. We make cigars for people. We make them for ourselves. And um, the opportunity to have somebody like you guys come in, work together, and, and put out another line under with us is something that's exciting for everyone that's involved. So well, we're, you know, we're really happy for And it. you know we're going to pimp the hell out of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. And, you know, it's going to be a good smoke. It's going to be a very good smoke, and uh, everyone's going to be able to get it on, uh, on our website, and then hopefully – It'll be a part of the circulation of getting it into retail stores as well. So. I was going to say, I'm sure I can talk to Dan Ponder over at Riverman about getting it in over there for yes. sure. Yep. Yes. Yes. So, well, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, I can't tell you how happy you've made us by doing this. <laughs> well, what, Nick, we talked about it at the um, at the TPE, right? When I was going to say we first talked about it at TPE, and I, I wouldn't been... know I didn't get to go. Nick wouldn't let me. Bull shit <laughs> no i'm setting the record straight on this one for nearly a month i was bugging him about coming with me to that and it was i don't have the money i don't have the money i don't have the money i don't have Dude, the money i went out there so freaking cheap the most expensive thing i had to worry about was my plane ticket and my hotel room 
Dave knows. I was on the same yeah. freaking floor as Dave at the Harris Hotel. I cashed in Caesar's points. I spent 150 bucks for how many nights? I mean, it was like four we nights or something. Did, yeah. did Corey Frisbee wake Dave up as he was calling every room trying to find you? I'm curious about that. No, I was lucky enough just to be able to meet Corey for the first time, so I wasn't <laughs> there yet. Uh, I heard about the next day. I was hearing about all everything that was happening. Uh, so yeah, it went wild. Kinda, off the rails. I was kind of happy I wasn't part of that that last night with the knocking on the door and everything because we had a 6 a.m. flight the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude. He was, he, Corey could have been your wake-up call. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Hell, he'd have been ready to go to the bar and have another beer at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That guy, that guy no. parties hard. Yeah, he's a great guy. I don't he's know if you got to know him much, guy. but oh my god, yeah, he's rock solid. We spoke a lot. We we, we ended up speaking a lot at, at the show, um, and connecting with him, hearing his story. I, I read his story. Uh, it's just a genuine good guy, and we're excited to work with him. Um, hey, Corey's repping for Martinez. Oh, I didn't. I didn't even know that. That yeah. didn't click. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, we. Yes, we uh, we started talking about some things, and he gave me his game plan. And then I uh, speaking of pim- speaking of pimping you guys out, Corey will do that. So that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we don't mind being pimped. You know, we, we got a good product. So pimp, pimp away, pimp away. <laughs> you can't so, you can't have a conscience in the pimp game. <laughs> uh, uh, no, but uh, Asus is you know he spoke at Asus, and Asus is so excited. And I can't tell you, when I explained to him that we were going to do your cigars, uh, he was full-headed. He's like, go ahead, let's do it. You set it up. Let's get it done. You tell me what they want. He's always never shies away from trying a new product and seeing what he can create. And he lets the guys know, like, listen, we're going to be making a new cigar for for uh, the guys at Cigar Pulp. And, and the guys at the, at the factory are just like, yeah, let me know when we get started. And uh, we ended up bringing back tobacco from uh, Dominican Republic when they went on vacation in January. And so we have all new tobacco in the factory ready to go. So once we uh, get the green light to be able to open business again, we're we're ready to start making some cigars. We're making your guys' cigars. We're making the brick and mortar. And then we have a couple other clients that we're uh, making some cigars for as well. So we're pretty busy now, and then we're looking to be even more busy with the summer coming up. Exponential growth. I like it. That's awesome. Yep. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Now there so is there is one other thing that I want to make sure that we thank you for before we you know get going in here and forget about it. But you have stepped up, and you are we, – we did Martinez Madness for March. Yes. Mm-hmm. And gave away gift packs, you know, and, and to, to my knowledge, everyone that got one has raved about your cigars. Oh, yeah. Yeah, People they have, have just the, been jazzed. The reaction to the Martinez prize packs from March has been really, really great. And you, you guys have stepped up, and you're going to be doing our prize packs. Oh, wait. Yes. Are we not saying that? Yeah. No, no you no, gave me a look. Oh, yes. Nick no. gave me a look. <laughs> What, what the hell? Look. What's wrong with you, dude? I didn't give a look. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This needs to be filmed. Yeah. No. no. So I'm like, wait, I think you said that on the last podcast. I did say that on the last one. Yeah. But yeah. no, I want to thank you personally for doing that. And whether the listeners realize it or not, and the people that are signing up for our uh, monthly newsletter or entered into this contest, guys, you want to enter this contest because you want to get these cigars. If you've never had the pleasure of smoking one of the 45 series from Martinez, you're going to thank me when you get these prize packs. 
Well, it's not just the 45. I mean, the the pack comes with the 45, the flat iron, the, flat iron, yeah. the passion, and the Don Antonio. So, I mean, you're getting a... Well, a, I've a, never had a passion or Don Antonio because the ones you get from them you don't share with me. Yeah, well, you know... Dick. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> you no. haven't had a Don Antonio yet? No. <laughs> Nick won't share with me. I gave him about five Don Antonios. That what? I have them in my that. humidor at home. I just always forget to bring them this with me. This is perfectly oh. for him. <laughs> and when he Bruh. says forget, he's doing air quotes and forget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's no. what he's doing. <laughs> I have plenty no, no. of them at my house. Jeff just, oh, yeah, you do. Jeff Not at mine. Jeff just never comes to my house. He always makes me drive 45 minutes to him. That is true. Well, <laughs> but I have the covered deck. If I come to your place and, Jeff, and the weather's bad. Jeff, it is blue skies and 60 degrees right now. But, okay. Why, why are I'm also I'm also babysitting my daughter. Not doing a very good job of it because she's in the I'm house say, doing God knows what. But. <laughs> I was say. And she's ten. Yeah, she's able to self-sustain. She came out earlier. She goes. She goes, Dad. She goes, How much water do you use when you make spaghetti? And I'm like, Wait, what? And she goes, Yeah, I'm gonna make spaghetti. I'm like, Not by yourself, you're not. She goes, Oh yeah, I can. No, no. And then she got, I mean, uber pissed off at me because I I drained the spaghetti and poured the water off. And I said, you're not dumping that. You're going to burn the hell out of yourself. Yeah, she's, God love her, she's an independent little thing. That's great. Yeah, she'll just <laughs> she'll just charge headfirst into anything. She doesn't care. Although she's scared shitless of bees. So, I don't know. Okay. Anything that flies scares the hell out of her. Yeah, she's she doesn't like bees, flies. We were, yeah, so I took, I took Addie fishing this weekend down at uh, my farm, and we went down to the creek. And we scared up what I'm pretty sure was a water moccasin, and it charged down into the water and then stuck its head out of the water and just stared at us. Didn't didn't phase her at all. She didn't care about that. But, man, when she thought a wasp flew around her, she just lost her shit. Well, I would have been afraid of both, to be honest. Oh, yeah, no. Exactly. Yeah. I was three <laughs> feet from that snake when it rattled through the grass and went into the water, and, like, it stopped me Dead cold in my tracks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it wow. might have just been a water snake, but dude, I'm pretty sure it was a water box. No offense to your parenting skills. Addie is not the person I would want to be relying on to run for help to get me anti-venom. <laughs> <laughs> she sure as hell is not going to She'd start suck, dancing in the field. the poison or, out of the womb yeah, for me. She'd then. start dancing in the tall grass or something and <laughs> just watch me die. <laughs> I'm, laying, I'm laying there writhing in pain and she's chasing a butterfly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Not what? your emergency. Addie, what not happened? Not your emergency contact. No, no, <laughs> no. God love her. She's like Dory on Nemo sometimes. Just <laughs> shiny things, man. <laughs> Although, in all fairness, in the last cast, you were the one commenting about the squirrel repeatedly. That was that squirrel was cool. Anyway. It was eating redbud blossoms. It was a whole thing. Anyway, <laughs> oh. I've since shot and ate it. <laughs> Oh God! We're on, oh. we're on home quarantine, so I'm just taking out all the wildlife in the backyard. All right, so Jeff, I'm like halfway through this Nika Libre from Agonorsa. What are you getting on your cigar? <laughs> Nick, Nick gets tired of me talking about eating squirrels. Um, no, it's actually, I, it's a good stick. It's full flavored. Mm-hmm. It's a full bodied cigar, that's for sure. I did a retro hail earlier, and I don't know if you heard me cough or not. I tried to block it from the mic, but I was. Yeah, there you go. Just, <laughs> I just, just did another, just like that. Oh, that's not Corona. That's retro. Yeah, yeah. This it's strong on the retro hail. Yeah. So the the cigar itself, um, it still has a little bit of kind of a nutty kind of flavor mm-hmm. to the uh, to the smoke, but then on the retro, you definitely get that full pepper I pepper think, burst. I think we're getting cheated by the wind gusts. 
the wind gusts are mm. kind of screwing with the with the flavor. Yeah, it's it, taking away some yeah. of the uh, some of the smoke and being able to enjoy that a little bit. But what did you say the wrapper was on that cigar? Mm. The wrapper is Corojo, and the binder and filler are both Nicaraguan. Nice, nice. So, so you're gonna get the nice peppery on it. It's exactly. a it's a dark it's a dark mocha colored cigar. See, wait a minute. Put your cigar over here next to mine. We'll gently okay, touch our they, tips. They are about the same color. Yeah. Yours looked a little darker. I thought I mine know. looked lighter than yours, but you're more under the deck. I'm getting a little bit of light over yeah, here. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. So we did have that one cigar that time, and I can't remember which one it was. That oh, the, shoot. The and it ra- was, we had those wrapper colors cigars. were completely yeah. different colors. Yeah. Now, now, Dave, what would cause that? Is that just the placement on the leaf? Like, was one of them shaded more, like, on the other side of the plant? What would cause the wrappers to be different? Because they were out of the same um, box. Yeah, they're not all the same. They have some have a little bit lighter than the other, but there, there isn't that much of a big difference. It's just probably the sunlight. Nothing nothing really tr- that's going to say, well, no, you're asking about the color of the wrapper. Right? Yeah, like the, like the wrapper color. The wrapper color, we had a cigar through um, – one of the past my monthly boxes and the wrapper colors. Um, it was, I mean, same cigar, so theoretically yeah. the same wrapper, but the yeah. uh, wrapper color on his, I think, was significantly lighter in yeah. in shade than on mine, like noticeably lighter. Yeah, it, um, I would have thought they were two different cigars. Pretty much, yeah, sometimes it's, it's sometimes the color on some of the wrappers are a little lighter than, but they're still the same. Um, same thing with, uh, we, we had the same thing with our 45. Sometimes we couldn't tell if it was a you know, San Andreas or the natural just because the darkness wasn't there, but we ended up finding out it is. So sometimes you get thrown off, but they're usually all the same. Gotcha. Hmm. And, and again, they're, they're handmade, you know, natural products. So you're going to have yeah. that. Yeah. They're not, it's, it's, it's naturally grown. So you're going to have a little differences. It's just like vegetables, you know, not every pepper is the same and not every tomato is the same have different shades but they're all the same so i figure something similar and that. and by the way if you go to the grocery store and every piece of fruit or every tomato is exactly the same you probably don't want to eat those clone products i'm just saying <laughs> that's yeah you if you're wanting to go natural get the heirloom get the tomatoes that look like they know somebody i mean they yeah take it up a notch <laughs> get the ones that look like they know somebody oh so, so obviously with uh, with the corona, things have slowed down a bit. But I know prior to the uh, pandemic of 2020, you guys were starting to expand your footprint into more brick and mortar stores. Has that how's that been going? Uh, we're on hold with everybody, but we're ready to ship out to those stores once we get moving. So uh, I keep in touch with all the cigar shop owners that we are doing business with, and uh, you know we're all on the same page. Just once we're Back to working, we can get everything out to everybody, and we also have a few other stores lined up that we're reaching out to again to get ready to put our product into the stores. A couple of stores in Texas that we're working on. So you know, with this that'll happening, it, it's just exactly that'll make Al from the Good Cigar really happy because I know he he really wants to get you guys down to Texas in the uh, worst possible yeah. way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he tells me he's like, "When are you coming down? I'll be down soon." <laughs> now let me but ask. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, go ahead. No, let me ask you this. Um, so as far as your location, you're close to Madison Square Garden, is that correct? Yes. And two blocks from the garden. Now, you guys are just a factory, but you do you do wholesale and mail order and that kind of thing, correct? Yes. We, um, we're, we're a cigar factory that 
makes you know we sell wholesale and then we also have on, our online services but then we also people do come in just to see us uh roll cigars and you know they can buy cigars next door to the store that we uh we're, we're with so retail wise is right next door so they come in grab a smoke and then come back into the factory and sit down and watch us do our what we do but for the most part if you're not a wholesaler you can get it through the online services so but that's that's how we're set up for right now good deal got it got it and how, how many rollers i think nick has covered this before but how many rollers do you have there working for you we have four we have uh three upstairs and one downstairs um we have two blenders and then uh two guys that do the uh the wrapping on the, on the final stuff of the cigars is the guy upstairs like not ready for prime time you kind of keep him hidden away <laughs> he's probably the oldest one <laughs> he, li- he likes being downstairs he's away from everybody got his music playing out downstairs and he does he's the one that makes all the double coronas so oh, okay he's got to stay pretty busy because those are the ones that really flatter the store that we keep in the store so the double corona is a um 60 by 60 ring gauge um dominican nicaraguan blend and then we have a nice dark brazilian wrapper on on the uh, on the outside which is a really really good medium body smoke so when we make about 50 60 a day and they're usually gone by the end of the day wow that's crazy wow yeah and that that's the thing do you have do you ever have like right now you're probably stockpiling but do you have issues keeping up with demand for the month of january february um the rollers go on vacation for those two months mm. So when they're gone, we usually stock up and then we're, you know, it's it's usually slow in New York for that time in terms of retail wise because of, um, you know, after Christmas, New Year's. So once um, once they get back, but with this year it was a lot warmer. So orders were going out a lot more. So we were out of inventory. So this is the first season that we were low on inventory in the January, February, March February, uh, months. Gotcha. Gotcha. And that well, and then unfortunately, with Corona hitting at the time that yeah. it did, you were already low, and then now this hits. So yeah, and definitely we 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 actually got lucky to be honest with you. Um, they were here for they got back within two weeks, two three weeks before the whole shutdown. So we were able to pump it, pump out of so many cigars in those three weeks just to be able to catch up. Yeah. So uh, we caught up with the flat irons. We caught up with the passions. And got those all ready um, to get in. So we did about three weeks. We probably did about 6,000 cigars wow. somewhere around wow. there. Wow. Wow. How many cigars do you guys go through in a year? Oh, I couldn't even tell you. Uh, we average on the wholesale side, we'd probably do close to like 2,500 a day. Wow. That's incredible. Wow. Yeah, so start at 6 in the morning um, and finish rolling at 2 in the afternoon, Monday through Friday. So they really do – it's it's incredible what these guys can do. And, and at the events, when we do events for corporations or parties, um, there's times they can pump out 200 in an hour. Wow, that is just Easily. incredible. Yeah. It's, it's incredible to see. It's like, I, you, I'll tell you, you this. You sit there and you're like, wow. I know, you know, we are the Nick and Gator, uh, what was it, the... Uh, traveling the uh, traveling Freak Show and Cigar Evangelical Revival. God, the name's which, so stupid. Which did have wow. to obviously get put on hold. Uh, we made to, two stops all the tra- and done. We'd made two stops and then, you know, pandemic. So, <laughs> anyway. The Corona They were break. entertaining those two stops. Those, stop, those two stops were very entertaining. Those two stops were a lot of fun. We had a good time. Yeah, we really did. I mean, despite all the uh, unfortunateness in Chicago with... Uh, hotel placement and all that it was it was still a lot of fun he booked us a hotel in canada 
It was not Canada. <laughs> Might as well have been. <laughs> it was not Canada. So you were nowhere near the the, the accident. We were huh? 40, we, 45 we were, minutes away from everything. <laughs> we were there for an event in Chicago, and he had us booked in a hotel in the suburbs of Green Bay. It was not. <laughs> Pretty close. Anyway. Yeah. It was a good time. But it, and it gave us a good story to tell. So those that's what we're all about. I'm good. That's yeah, I'm it. looking forward to seeing you guys do some more road trips. Those are those are good to listen to. Well, and the point I was getting to is I I really, really um, – one of my bucket list things now is to come out and actually see your operation. And quite frankly, if I could come out and get some pictures of them rolling the gator, I'd be just ecstatic. No, that's – I don't really care about should... the Nick, but – What? The fuck? Or the Bishop, <laughs> yeah. We will uh, – no, we'll schedule it for you to come out while we're making the cigars, and you guys can – Broadcast from there, you can do whatever you want. I've Come never look I, at that. I've never been to New York City. Are you serious? I've never been to New York City. It, the, the closest I got was there was a summer. Oh, when was that? I'm wanting to say it was the summer between like my eighth grade year and my freshman year of high school. My family we took a we took a two week road trip all around the East Coast, and we were doing like Washington D.C. and Philadelphia, and we visited my grandma out there and everything. And um, we went and we did uh, the Statue of Liberty and um, that area, but we decided not to do New York City because we figured there's so much there that honestly doing it in like a day is probably not even really worth doing and that we figured we'd just do another trip. And I just never have. Yep. I've been uh, three times and absolutely loved it every time. I'm not going to lie to you. I would not want to live there. I'm a country boy, but... Going to the city, <laughs> and and it's really funny because the first time I went, um, you know, uh, my friends uh, Dave Austin and Phil Wiggins, the three of us went. Uh, my friend Dave was living out in Allentown, uh, Pennsylvania at the time, and at Bethel, mm-hmm. I think it was somewhere somewhere out close. Yeah, there. and yeah. we drove up, took the turnpike, and went into New York City, and just had a ball, just just had a blast. And we decided before we left, we were going to go up uh, to the top of the World Trade Center. So we did. And I'm so glad that I was able to go to that. You know, it was a, it's a great memory. And looking back on everything that's happened since. But yeah. when we got done and came back down, someone had broken into our car and stole the bulk of our souvenir items. Oh, no. They threw, they, it's funny, we had like a <laughs> garment bag that was full of really nice suits and stuff. And they threw that out of the way and they took our T-shirts. From like Hard Rock and this and that, you know, we we did the whole touristy kind of stuff, <laughs> yeah. and uh, so we ended up. <laughs> it was so stupid because we're morons. We ended up driving all the way home back to Pennsylvania on the turnpike with the window out, and none of us thought, <laughs> "Hey, maybe we should just buy some cardboard and tape this up." <laughs> At one point, the third, Dave Dave is driving his dad's car, and the, la- the the last thing his dad said before we left the house with the car is, "Hey, don't damage this. I'm trading it in next week." And now it's oh on a window just shattered out of it. And my friend <laughs> Phil and I were, were literally laying in the front seat of this. You know, it was an old style car, so it had a bench seat. And we're laying yeah. in the front seat, like cuddled up, trying to stay alive. <laughs> so we're driving home, and Dave is just over there. His teeth are chattering, and he's shaking, driving. <laughs> Oh my God. And we got back, and his dad goes, why didn't you put cardboard in the window? And we're like, shit. <laughs> You're more worried about it being broken. Like, exactly. geez, I'm like, how am I going to explain this? Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, we we uh, you know we had a, a robbery there in uh, New York City. So it's, it's always a good story to tell. 
No, you got a New York experience. Exactly. <laughs> I got the full. I got the full immersion. <laughs> no, we're enjoying the city as an adult is a lot different than coming on a class trip. So you're gonna really love it when you come out here, Nick. Um, especially at the shop. When you come to the shop, it's a whole different experience. We have music playing. We have drinks. Oh, I've seen the videos. Dominoes. I... It's 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 an experience that. No, not many people get to experience it. I'm looking seen, forward to you guys. I've seen some videos you guys have posted, and it looks like a damn party up there with you guys yeah. you know, playing dominoes and everything else. I mean, it just looks like a lot of fun. Oh, it is. And then during the week, it's all baseball talk. That's all we talk about is baseball. <laughs> you know, we have our we have our Yankee fans, a couple of Rollers or Boston fans. Well, and, fans. and you know we're Cardinal fans here. Yeah, and no, and they're in there too. We get we get Cardinal fans in a lot. We use a lot of you guys here. So mm-hmm. once once Cardinal, uh, Nation. Cardinal Nation baby, <laughs> you know everybody. Oh, we we, we're from Illinois, and everybody assumes we're going to be Cubs or uh, White Sox fans. But no, it, we're Cardinal Nation here in Southern Illinois. Yeah, you're right there. Yep. Well, that's the thing. We're we're 20 minutes from Bush Stadium, whereas yeah. I'm six hours from Wrigley Field. So why anyone would think that I'm a Cubs fan? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just well, and besides, you know, they're the Cubs. Yeah, say they suck. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like here. If you're from Queens, you're usually a Met fan. If you're from the Bronx, you're going to be a Yankee fan. And then Brooklyn is a little bit of both, mostly more more of a Met fan. Interesting. I didn't know the breakdown there. Yeah, Queens is like you're mostly a Met fan. And in the Bronx, you're definitely a Yankee fan. And then just depending on what you grew up, if you're outside of the city growing up, you're pretty much what your father liked or whoever you called them. It's the family, the family team. Definitely, definitely. Yep. There's so many teams to choose from here, so it's no one's. There's always rivalries from block to block. So, so let me ask: Are you Jets or Giants? Ooh, I'm a Raider fan. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> well, that came out of left damn field. I'm yeah, a, I'm a Raider <laughs> did not fan, see that I, coming. I, I'm, no, I'm a Raider fan, but I I tend to lean to the Giants more than the Jets. At so, least you didn't say the Patriots because we'd have to cut the podcast short. No, so, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, hey, I, I, what, the, the puck rule, that, that, hit, that hit the Raiders. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> F the Pats. Uh, yeah. So, so, exactly. yeah, so, so what do you make of the uh, Raiders moving to Vegas then? I love it. I think it's great. I'm excited for them to be there. I think it's, it, the stadium's amazing. I got to see it when, we're out there for TPE. I'm really excited for the Raiders out there. Yeah, it's their it's their environment. It's it's Raider Nation, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, Vegas. It's it's a really interesting situation with Vegas and sports. For the longest time, they never had any sports teams because I know a lot of the leagues were always concerned about uh, yeah. betting and and everything being right there in Las Vegas. And then you know the NHL obviously took the leap with the Golden Knights, and then from there, now it's like everybody wants to put a damn team in Las Vegas. Why wouldn't you? Makes a lot of sense yeah. to me. I don't know, but... Oh, yeah. yeah. When you saw when you saw how they reacted to the hockey game and just the following and just even the the, the tickets being sold out every game. I mean, yeah. It was like a no-brainer. Well, and they, they've actually been pretty good, too. So, I mean, yeah, you know, no, that, too. that helps, were, you know? Yeah, yeah we... They went to Stanley Cup or something like that. Yeah. Right? Well, we had the Rams here in uh, St. Louis, and they were good for a while, and Stan Kroenke took the reins, and it just all went to shit. So we, we don't know what good football's like here for quite a while. We've got the Battle Hawks. We do have the Battle Hawks, and they, they, they're awesome, actually. XF, XFL. <laughs> yeah, they, what, they get three games in? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah the, they got three. And that's the really sad thing for the XFL, because I think, actually, 
they were starting to get a little bit of a foothold. Oh, they were people were, steam, yeah. Well, it's not like it was back in the 90s when they did that one season where it was basically just WWE only, you know, on the football field. This one, it's like they were actually legitimately trying this time. Yeah. And this corona thing has just really cut their, their legs out from underneath them. So I hope that it didn't cripple them to the point that we're not going to get another season of, of XFL because I really do think – that, that Hell, they, they were they, they sold were out starting. the stadium here. Yeah, they were really starting to get a little bit of a of a of yeah. A, they had some fun. great some great rule changes in the game. Oh, uh, dude, made yeah, it interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I liked it. I know a couple people here that at the shop weren't crazy, wasn't crazy about it, but well, I, I really enjoyed watching it. I, I think you just needed time to just take and, it in, and that's exactly it. I, when when the first game was played, and I remember I was over at the Hill Cigar Company, and we were sitting around and we were watching that first Saturday of XFL football, and um, the Rams hadn't even played yet or anything like that. Or, I'm sorry, the, the Battle Hawks hadn't even played yet or anything. And, um, you know, because they were playing on Sunday. but we were, So we were watching, like, just other other games just for the fun of it. And everyone was kind of, you know, kind of not, not – we just weren't really into it, you know. It was like, ah, oh, it's all yeah. – it's different. I don't know if I like it, blah, blah, blah. Then that Battle Hawks game came mm-hmm. on the next day, and it seemed like the, the switch just flipped. And suddenly people were giving it a try. They were watching it. And uh, St. Louis did well, which I think helped. And from there, it just, I don't know, it seems to have just really blossomed. So yeah. so I hope they come back strong again. Yeah. I think the players are a lot better than the original XFL League. Well, that, players, that's definitely true. Yeah, because I think the players from the original XFL were like five years, six years out of the game coming back into it. These guys are just coming out of college, and I think maybe – just getting out of the NFL if they were cut after their first, second year. So you had some pretty good talent. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. So now, what was the reason for St. Louis leaving, though? I never really understood Stan, that. Stunk, Stan Kroenke's an asshole. Stan Kroenke wanted to move the team to L.A. because L.A. is just such a giant market. They didn't have a football team. And, and they tanked it, it for it, several it years. It really was about money. So mm-hmm. he tanked the team. And, and, no, and you know what? They can say what they want to say. But I'm 100% convinced they tanked the team here in St. Louis so that attendance would start going down and so that that way they could say that, oh, St. Louis just isn't a football city. And then they they moved it to L.A. And then suddenly, wow, that yeah, was we, a win. That was just, a win, Gus. We just got attacked on the deck here uh, by everything <laughs> that would move, yeah. But, but anyway, they tanked the team, and then suddenly they get to L.A., and they're super good again. And it's like, well, wait a minute. These guys all sucked when they were in St. Louis last year. What, yeah. what just happened there? So that's why I'm just saying it was it was a screw job. The one good thing that came out of it was uh, you know the Kurt Warner years with the greatest show on turf. I mean, we oh, had yeah, good football here team. for a couple three four years. Yeah, great team. Yeah. yeah. And now that I'm hearing, I heard today on TV how the Rams are pretty much in disarray now with all the, not being able to pay players or Todd Gurley upset. So yeah, kind of karma coming back to you. I, I'm I'm fine with it. Yeah. They can they can implode all day long for yep. all I can. I'm all I'll in. tell you what the worst the worst game that I ever had to watch was that Super Bowl between the Rams and the Patriots the uh, the other year like not this year but last year and I'm sitting there going who the hell do I root for because if there's one yeah, we team, hit them both if there's I would say it's it's like if there's one team that I hate more than the Patriots at this point it's the Rams so like what the hell do I do so. I ended up having it's the a, Patriots, though. Dude, I know. I felt like I was selling my soul to the devil of Belichick, but by God, I had to, <laughs> I had to be happy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I was in last year. I was in New Orleans um, the day of the Super Bowl, 
and I was there for the parade that they had because I mean, let's yeah, be honest, the Saints New Orleans got screwed got that screwed. year. Screwed. Yep. It was a, what the, one of the playoff games, the last round of the playoffs. Yeah, they, the Super they, Bowl there. they, the ref stole the game from them. Yeah, that's all. All the, all you can say. That was, that was really bad. Wow. Yeah. And trust me, uh, <laughs> New Orleans, they they came out and partied and had a good time and celebrated their team and um, basically it was one of those. Hey, what Super Bowl? Yeah. Because yeah. as far as they was they were concerned, it wasn't even being played that day. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, yeah, they've they had were, a bad couple of years. Yeah, luck. yeah. The Saints just the Saints just don't quite ever get to the big dance. They should have. They should. They got robbed yeah. last year. Yeah. that's all there is to it. Yeah, they they got who's bad. Well, nothing's worse than watching the Jets. The Jets have the. I always say to the Jet fans, you never oh, lose God. twice. You never lose the same way twice. Never. <laughs> that's true. It's always a different way of losing. And when you're, I think that episode on Larry David. When uh, did you see when the guy committed suicide because of the Jets? Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you ever catch that episode, he's like, what happened? The Jets I'm going to have to look that one up because I haven't seen that one. <laughs> it is hysterical. It's the last, it's the, one of the last three episodes of um, this year's season. It my was favorite so one would, was when they had kind of the Seinfeld reunion on yes, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. That, that was a good episode. That was fun. Yeah. Because um, at the shop, not not many of the guys saw Kirby Enthusiasm, so they caught up and watched all the seasons, and they just can't stop talking. They're like, this guy's crazy. This guy is nuts. <laughs> well, he brought a lot of the fun to Seinfeld, you know, behind oh, yeah. the scenes. When in, in I, I forget how many uh, seasons he was. He wasn't involved with it the entire time, but quite a bit. Oh, really? I thought he was there from the beginning. Larry, he was there Larry from David? the beginning. But I don't, it, it, you I'm know what? I'm pretty sure Larry David I was. don't think he was there for the last few seasons. Oh, uh, I don't know. We'll we'll do some research on that and catch up on the next podcast. But I don't think he was involved the entire time. Interesting. Well, okay, watch, I'm going to look it up Larry, while we're talking. Okay, so while you're looking. Watch Larry David call in. <laughs> yeah, I was going to get huge. That'd be awesome. So, so while he's looking that up, I want to circle back to something. Jeff was talking about his his trip to New York and how he went up in the World Trade Center and everything. And I want to ask, were you in the city for 9-11? Yes. So, I mean, I know this is like, you know, nearly 20 years after the fact, but like, what was that like? Because, I mean, I'm looking at it from the perspective of a guy who was at community college in southern Illinois and I'm watching on TV. But like, you were like there. So I'm just kind of curious as to kind of what, oh God, I just dropped my cigar, what that was like. Um, man, to be honest, it was, it's, I don't know. There's not many words I can really describe it. I mean, I remember going, getting ready to go to work and had the news on and came out of the shower and seeing that a plane hit it. But at first, everyone's thinking that it's, you know, it was an accident. But then while you're watching, you see that second plane hit. Then you're just like, this can't be what it is. But the city was, you know, it, it was it was something that I can't even describe. It was just like didn't feel real, but you knew it was, and you didn't really feel the impact of it until probably the next day, the day after, where you're just seeing just the pain in, the, in everyone's faces. But one of the amazing things about New York is that we became so much closer as, as a city, and everybody was watching out for each other, and and it was just something that. If you were here, you knew what what that other person was went through, and and you hear all the stories that you know. I wasn't downtown in there, but knowing a lot of people that were, 
uh, it was it was something that, that sticks with you for the rest of your life. Interesting. Yeah, now, it's and my third trip to New York was actually post nine eleven. It was uh, the mm-hmm. spring that year. I came out for my friend Phil Wiggins' wedding, and it it was remarkable to me how much the city had changed. And the whole attitude of the city was different. Now, I didn't know whether to attribute a lot of that to Giuliani because I hadn't been there. You know, I'd been there before Giuliani. And, I mean, it was, you know, there. It, it, some of the places I went to were a little rough. And after Giuliani, it seemed like the city was very cleaned up. It was post 9-11. And, you know, even riding the subway, like I'm, I'm on the subway with what looked like obviously gangbangers. And they were being polite and talking to us about coming to the city and how glad they were that people were starting to come back. And it was just a very surreal experience to, to have that on the subway talking to those guys. Oh, yeah. And um, it, it was. For, for a time period there, everyone had everybody's back. It was bizarre. Yeah, it's still the same. I mean, you, you, you can ask anyone in the street any kind of direction or anything. People are pretty much friendly and, and willing to help. It's just the, between the commuting hours, we're not too friendly. We just want to get home go to work. <laughs> A lot, but, a lot of um, horns, a lot of fingers, yeah, a lot of just, middle fingers, just, yeah. Just, yeah, just don't ask questions until after 4 o'clock. <laughs> uh, but, no, um, you know, it, it, you got to give a lot of credit to Bloomberg in terms of getting the city back on its feet because he took over right after Giuliani, yeah. once, uh, not too long, probably a couple months afterwards. And um, it was, you know, he did a lot for businesses. It really, we all knew that New York had to come back. We came back just, we had a game plan. And the city just seemed like turned a corner and, and never really forgot what it was like. So we're that's pretty much what we're going through right now. It's pretty much the same thing in terms of like we're all here for each other. We're waiting to get back, and just everyone that uh, everyone's reaching out to help. So if you're a New Yorker, you understand what it's like and, and how you're here for one another, and kind of makes you be you know really proud to be a New Yorker. Well, and I'm hoping that that translates to the entire country after Corona here. And, you know, I I don't know if it will. I hope and pray that it does because, you know, like in southern Illinois here, we have small businesses that probably aren't going to be here when this is over, depending on how long it goes on, including my own business and Nick's. And it's one of those things where, man, I really hope people come back and support us because we're going to need it. Yeah, no, that's the thing. You have to be able to, to support the small businesses that are coming back. We know here, like I was telling you before, we know that, that there's going to be a lot of businesses that don't come back, especially here in the city. And like the restaurants and bars are going to take a few months after they say we can come back out. So it's important. Once once businesses are open and people get back to work, it's just to go out and support and, and help these businesses get back and, and get back to some sort of normalcy for everybody. Amen. Well, okay, so circling back, Larry David, uh, this is from The Hollywood Reporter. Larry David left um, after the seventh, or I guess at the seventh season. And let's see here. He told the Hollywood Reporter that he departed because he was worried that his episodes were losing their comedic and storytelling edge. And basically, yeah, he left for the last two seasons. All right. So I, right. I, my memory held out there for once. Well, I am, Dave, I am a wealth of useless knowledge. It's good for trivia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can I can rock a trivia night. Anyway, so um, Jeff, circling to the cigar, I'm uh, down to my final third here. You're further along than I am. Yeah, a little so, further along. So, but a good stick. It's, it has been it's a, a good stick. it's a meaty one. It's a meaty cigar. Eh, it's it's meaty. It's not the it's meatiest I've ever had. It's probably more in your wheelhouse than it mine. It is definitely my wheelhouse. I wish it were around and not a not a 
you know, box press, but, you know, not everything's perfect. And again, so. we're smoking the Nicolibre. Nicolibre from Agonorsa. Yep. And out of the MyMonthlyCigars.com. Probably a good time to uh, throw their ad in here. Yeah, so My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service where you can get cigars sent to your door every month, and they come in a variety of different size boxes. We get the Robusto box, which is four cigars for $30. They also have the Presidente box, which is eight cigars for $50. So if you're wanting to get... Um, some more cigars for you to share with a buddy or your dad or brother or something. Or hoard them for the bunker like I am. There you go. You can get the bigger box because it comes with two of everything that's in the Robusto box. So you just get get double the cigars. So, And if you sign up today, you can use offer code PULPIT, P-U-L-P-I-T. That'll get you free shipping on your first subscription, or it'll get you 20% off any of the items in their online store because they have the store that sells cigars and, and uh, other items and whatnot. Accessories and whatnot. Exactly. Yeah. They, have an MSR, nice. they have an MSRP guarantee, which states that the MSRP of all of the cigars within the box is guaranteed to meet or exceed the price of the box. I think the April box is what, like a 40, 42, somewhere $42 in that range, dollar yeah. box, but you're getting it for 30 bucks. And if you get the Presidente box... It's like a $82 or $84 MSRP for only 50 bucks. So you're actually saving more by spending more. There you go. So, yep. Good stuff. Well, Good uh, stuff. We, uh, we, need, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about the socials, especially how people sign up for the newsletter, uh, and they can be in for the giveaways with the Martinez. Exactly. So you sign up for our weekly giveaways, which are sponsored by Martinez Cigars. By signing up for our email newsletter, going over to CigarPulpit.com. And if you want to follow us on the socials, we are available on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit and at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. That is my page. As well as Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and then I'll you can always reach out to us through CigarPulpit.com. Wow, that so, was professional, Nick. You did a nice job. I mean, you know. You're bringing the heat. I think this is like our 66th episode, so I think wow, I've kind of gotten... A little bit of the hang of it. Yeah, we'll be coming up this uh, summer. We'll be coming up on a year. August will be a year. Isn't that crazy? Nice. Wow, it's going fast. Huh, I know. Yeah, it really is. So, wow. well, Dave, we can't say enough uh, enough nice things about you and your company, and we really do appreciate you coming on with us today. Um, we have talked about the cigar that we're smoking. Give us a little review on the cigar that you were smoking. Well, I'm smoking a Don Antonio uh, Maduro uh, Escojito. It's the Dominican Nicaraguan blend. Sumatra binder and the Brazilian wrapper. Um, this one's been aging for a few months that I've had, so it's a little stronger than it usually is for, when I smoke it. But it's a really good, nutty, creamy smoke. Got a little hint of vanilla on there, and it, it just leaves a nice little taste on my palate. It's easy to smoke for those that are looking to start smoking and just starting out, or just like a milder smoke. I highly recommend the um, the Don Antonio. It finishes it off nice, and I'm getting it down to the nub, which I love the, the end part of the cigar. That's awesome. I would agree with that. I think after having smoked your, your line, I would say that the Don Antonio, uh, both the Connecticut and the Maduro, are probably the more um, milder cigars mm-hmm. that you guys put out. Um, I, I wouldn't know because Nick hasn't shared them with me. <laughs> I, I knew we were going to get back to that. But... <laughs> but the the forty five and the and the passion they they both have a you got a lot of pepper going on especially yeah. with that passion that forty five is a good stick yeah that passion does have that peppery it's that, I always say it's that white pepper mm-hmm. that yep. just mm-hmm. goes across your palate and it, it stays consistent it doesn't rise without that flavor being with it so 
it, it's really good smoke. And that's that's the one thing that we really – or Jesus really um, points out, that he wants to make sure whatever that level of strength that cigar is, that that flavor has to follow. Um, just doesn't want to just be a one-sided cigar that's really full body and no flavor or flavor with not the full body. So he marries those 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 two together and does a really good job. And, and you know, all that credit goes to what he comes into every day. And, and I'm really proud to be part of his, his company and, and representing the company as best as I can. That's awesome. Well, we really, really do appreciate you coming on. I, I know Nick doesn't really care as much, but I'm really excited what? you were here. <laughs> Dude, what the hell? I like to bus roll him now and then. <laughs> and well, like, you know, he's got, he, he, he has his Friday Night Live, so, you know, he can always... Oh, no, he on rails on me on those. I know. Hey, if you would jump on one every once in a while, maybe you could like, like either to, defend yourself or I like to come something. on and just make comments. I noticed. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes. <laughs> uh, but uh, we, you know, we're really looking forward to uh, being part of your monthly giveaway. Uh, we'll be getting out those cigars to you, uh, so your listeners can get them. That is very you know, generous, generous of you to do. So thank you. Hey, no, it's generous that you guys are really. You know, supporting us and really talking about our cigars, and Jesus says it all the time. He he really thank thank that you guys are doing it, and um, whatever you guys need, just let us know, and we're looking forward to making your cigars, and uh, and the packets. The packets are going to have the Don Antonio's, the Connecticut shade, and the, the Maduro, a um, Passion, a flat iron, and a forty five in there. And that's awesome. Listeners can definitely uh, try them all, and then. They get to choose which one they like. Well, and I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention this, but you reached out to us. We did not know about your cigars. And yes. when we tried it, it was our Christmas episode, our Christmas gift episode. And With the worst audio ever because... Yeah, yeah we apologize for we, that. We did it in my garage with the door down, and the damn board was hooked up, and everything was working fine. But for some reason, the audio came through on the onboard mic on my laptop, and it just sounded... In my, I mean, it was it, subpar it, quality audio. In my opinion, it was not to the level that I was happy with. But you know, I was a little stuck at that point, and it was the night before it was due, so I had to had to make do with it. But yep. but we uh, no, it came out good. Came we out can't good. thank you enough for doing that because you've opened our eyes to a new line of cigars that we absolutely love. Oh no, thank you. And I, I I came across you guys on Instagram, and I started listening to a couple episodes, and I really loved what you guys were doing. And, you know, I was when I reached out to you, it was just with the company probably like six months. And uh, the thing that I was really focusing on was getting our name outside of New York and finding that was, you know, it's a difficult thing to do, especially when you're a smaller company and not many people know who you are. So I wanted to find the right fit that would pretty much be on the same type of level in terms of what we were looking for and, and, and type of smokers that we're looking for. And when I heard you guys, I said, you know, I got to take this shot and just send it out, reach out to you on Instagram. And you responded and, you know, we really appreciate it. Couldn't be any more happier than when you guys said, yes, send us some smokes and, and you reviewed the 45. And, you know, we, again, we couldn't be any happier that we were able to get the cigars into your hands. Well, folks, don't judge Martinez cigars based on the fact that he said that he's looking for cigar smokers like us because, you know, <laughs> they are better. They are significantly better quality than that assessment. So <laughs> I liked your, I, you know, one of the things that I really enjoyed about your podcast is, is that you guys are really honest in what you think about cigars, what you're smoking. You're not just giving out a blanket. It's good and come get it. If you don't like it, you're going to say it. And when, 
you did that first episode with us and you gave me that or gave everyone that that saying we don't know what it's going to be like and we don't like you know apologize to you but we just tell you the truth that was something that stuck with us and i'm like this you know these are the guys that we want to deal with someone that's going to be honest and say this one wasn't that great and we'll take it and we'll we'll improve on it so well you know we, we, look for. we try not to shit on anybody it's one of those things where you know even if it's a cigar that maybe isn't quite as jeff likes to put it blowing our skirt up um <laughs> we uh we 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 still at least will find, i mean there's always something that's positive you and know? a cigar is better than no cigar yeah. well de- definitely exactly. But I mean, you know, that's the thing. Even even a cigar where maybe the flavor is kind of a little on the meh side or something like that, you know, maybe it's burning good. Maybe the construction's really good. Yep. Maybe it's kicking off a lot. Of, you know, I mean, there's there's always something good to point out. So I always try and focus on on um, you know, look, maybe this isn't my cup of tea, but it, it you know, well, I'll say this: the second horse leaf, it's got a good flavor. It's been burning good. It's kicking off good smoke mm-hmm. despite the wind and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big box press fan. And so... That... He likes something nice and round in his mouth. <laughs> God damn it, Jeff. <laughs> and so it's one of those things where, you know, yeah, I'm smoking this, but, but would I have preferred it as a round cigar instead of a box press? Yes, I would have preferred it as a round cigar instead of a box press. But that's just my yeah. that's my opinion, and it's a, it's kind of a picky opinion, but... But I know plenty of smokers that agree with me, and I know plenty of smokers that'll that'll say the opposite that they prefer the box press over the round. So, exactly, know, it's what it is. It's it's all about your the, preference. Yeah, and that's one of the things that Sue um, stressed to me when I first started was you're going to run into people that aren't going to like what we make, and that's nothing that you got to take personal. It's not every not everything out there is for everybody. So you just got to take what they say and then take what they do like of what of what you have and then go from there. But it's not something you know. You can't expect that you're gonna your cigar is gonna be everyone's favorite. Yeah, so, I mean, and that's that's well. Problem. And I have yet to run into somebody that doesn't like your quality sticks. I really haven't, and and I can say that with my hand to God, is everybody that I know that has tried them have just fallen in love with them. That's, well, that's 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 amazing to hear. That's great. And and cigar reviews are kind of like judging. It, it's a very like personal opinion kind of thing. You know, it's kind of like judging. Uh, um, you know. I don't know, figure skating or something like that. You know, it's, yeah. I mean, what's, what's an eight versus what's a 10. Whereas, you know, like going back to what we were talking about earlier, football, baseball, you know, those kind of things, there's very defined standards of how you score the points and how you determine the winners and the losers. And it, 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 it you just can't say this cigar is a good cigar. This cigar is a bad cigar. And it's just the way it is because yeah. I mean, it's, it's all subjective. I mean, you know, there's people out there that are smoking the hell out of backwoods, and they love the damn things. But yep. Yep. you know, it's not my cup of tea. But so, hey, some people like Gurkha. More pay. <laughs> 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 that was us saying that, not Dave from no, Martinez. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm slipping away from that comment. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, it's it's funny, and it's it's not Gurkha, but we have a manufacturer that apparently just hates our guts because they did not like the review we gave them. I'm not going to say what cigar it is. Nick might, but I won't. I'm not going to say yeah. because... But we have know. gotten feedback that these people are ready to throttle us. They were they were a little upset. But, you know, I mean, such is life. And and yeah. a, a, little, a little inside baseball for you. That night when we got ready to fire up your stick, before we started the podcast, Nick looked at me and said, what if we don't like this? What are we going to do? And I said, we're going to be fair. <laughs> you know, we're going we're gonna to judge it honestly. And, yeah. I mean... To you guys' credit, you put out quality smokes. Thank you, thank you. And that's uh, yeah, it's 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 all about quality, not not how many you can get out. It's 
it's being consistent, have that flavor that your your customers want. And, you know, we think if we continue doing this that we're going to be able to grow and grow fast. And, you know, we're, we, it's looking good for us. I can, I feel like it, we're, we're going up the right direction and, we're excited. We're excited for everything to, to, to get moving. Sky, we, we love Martinez cigars. So. Sky's the limit. Yeah, we just got to get. Loves you guys, and we're excited to be out there. We're, once this is over, we're gonna, like you said, we're gonna figure out a place to go out there, and uh, we're gonna give you the Martinez experience. Oh, we no. get out there, you guys. Oh, we're we've we've got plans. I figure between some some store events <laughs> and then. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I figure we'll reach out to Tim over at Top Shooters, and we'll have a hell of a party over there on oh, their yeah. little patio there. We can hey, inter- yeah. introduce you know. all of our friends at Top Shooters there. So we're excited, and you'll, we'll introduce you to all the, the crew of Martinez. And uh, I want to learn how we'll... to roll a cigar. I've never, I've never rolled a cigar, <laughs> that was and ran- I'm not random and out of nowhere. And, well, no, they've got their rollers, and they bring their rollers <laughs> to events, and it's yeah, one of those things. Roller out. I don't want to. I'm, I'm obviously not going to be like you know, a, a you know, twenty year professional, right? You know, or anything. I just, but I want to, I want to, I want to try and roll a cigar. There you go. I've never done we'll that. We'll set you up. We'll, once we get out there with a the roller, we'll set you up behind a table. And, and I'll we'll smoke whatever janky piece of crap I put together. <laughs> I, I mean, it won't go to waste. I'll smoke it. But, you know you what? Know. No, we'll, you know what? We'll if, have you put on the wrapper. We'll, we'll both have you sit down. You have one one cigar. Jeff has the other, and we'll see who wraps the best cigar. Ooh. Oh, see, oh, I'm God. all in. Oh, God. I'm all in. <laughs> you get one lesson. You get one lesson, one quick lesson, and then. And it's go time. Then it's go time. Oh boy, I like it. That sounds like fun. So, well, this has been a blast. Well, Dave, <laughs> seriously, thank hey, you for taking time out. We really appreciate it. No, thank you. It was a great time being on the show with you guys. I loved it. You guys are great. Keep doing what you're doing, and uh, you know, everybody, you know, be on the lookout for the uh, cigar pulpit cigars, the Bishop and the Gator, and it's going to be coming to you guys. And, and listen, that- let's do this, and then. Go forward. And that'll be available on your website, which is? Uh, MartinezCigars.com. And you can can currently purchase all the other cigars in their line at MartinezCigars.com. So if you've you've heard this and you want to give some of their cigars a try, make sure you head on over there. Hey, I mean, if if your brick and mortar shut down and everything's shut down right now anyway, you guys are still shipping, correct? Yeah, we're still shipping. So so, um, get on MartinezCigars.com, order your smokes, and um, try them out. This is hey. the best time to try it now since you can't get your cigar shop. Yeah. You, you, use the quarantine to try something new. Amen. Exactly. So, Well, Dave, thank you very much. Jeff, thank you, guys. Any final words? Just, you know, I've, been, I've enjoyed social distancing with you here on the deck. Okay. Well, I am distancing from you because you're wearing the rattiest T-shirt <laughs> with multiple holes in it. It's my Atari shirt. You've got multiple holes going in it, and I don't know if your gym shorts could get any shorter right now. They're like, hey, let me try. <laughs> he is like, he's wearing these gym shorts. Oh, dear God. There's so much white pasty thigh. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway. Oh, my God. Dude. Just be glad. I think the left one slipped out. Dude, be glad you're on the phone and not Skype because (laughs) I'd be angling the camera so you could see this right now. But anyway. Well, I think I'm safe. Yeah, I think you're safe. So, (laughs) Well, guys, take care and, uh, you know, look forward to talking to you guys again. Thanks again, brother. Well, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. And that's Dave. And everybody, stay safe and stay smoky.